Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with John Thurman of Axis Financial, Philip talks about current inflation concerns, how that affects your life insurance planning, and what the perfect life insurance product would look like. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of the Ask Philip podcast. I'm back with John. What up, John? How's it going, Philip? And, and I'm saying, John, for new listeners, this is John Thurman, CEO mm-hmm. of Axis Financial. John is a specialist in estate planning and insurance planning. And so, uh, thanks for thanks for uh, coming here. So, so uh, on on the Monday after Thanksgiving, a lot of folks are out of town. So. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, cool. Well, we we were rifting before talking about uh, cost of living, talking about uh, inflation, uh, which which really you know has not even started yet. I think the last month or two, the numbers have print have have printed um, on the on the quote unquote official numbers of something like six percent uh, inflation uh, year over year. Which which just so y'all know that number you know number is like a, a lie. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion, right? This is in my opinion. This is Philip watched one man's opinion. But if you look at how they used to track it back in the day, the 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 number is north of 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 ten percent. And I had a, I had somebody ask me, "Well, Philip, why have they changed the numbers?" Well, because they have to pay out pension plans and Social Security based on like those numbers. So, you know, if you're broke, then you're going to change the numbers. And inflation for most people is not even a static number because we don't all spend money the same way. You know, I like to give the example of if you're going to retire, right? If you retired 30 years ago, uh, it used to cost you, if you had like a million dollars and you bought some government bonds because you were retired, which is typically what retirees do. Well, you can get paid something like, you know, a hundred grand a year on a, on a 10 year bond 30 something years ago, you know, so a hundred grand of income with a million bucks. Fast forward to today, that same million is only going to buy you maybe 15, 20 grand a year of income for the same government bond. Mm-hmm. So the price of retirement got stupidly expensive uh, because of the uh, debasement, which is what inflation is. Inflation is the debasement of the currency um, over time. Look at house prices, right? Who can, who out of college or who a few years out of college, really, who, I mean, who can buy a house? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you, you have some places in Texas, which is far, far out, which is what they're going to start doing. But the cost of housing is um, crazy, ridiculous, right? Um, and we can just go through, diff- you know, automobiles. Um, all these costs are getting drawn up. We, you know, we already saw earlier this year, beef prices went up, uh, seafood prices went up. There's restaurants around the country mm-hmm. that are just not even putting prices on the menus anymore because they're changing you know, so mm-hmm. fast. And, and I, it's my belief that we're going to see this play out at a, in a major way in 2022. Um, and so things are getting um, a bit out of whack. And so I want, you know, people are probably wondering, what does this have to do with life insurance? <laughs> you know, so, so John, you want to share with them why this applies to how you think about buying life insurance? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of times when we talk to folks, they are, I would say in the majority of cases, they're heavily underinsured. 
I think, you know, uh, a couple different factors. One is if they only have it through an employer, the employer is only going to have a, a multiple of their income. So, you know, sometimes that's one, two, you know, sometimes it's five times their income, but reality is, is typically it's one or two times their income. And so if they only have it through their employer and they feel like, oh, well, it's easy. I got it through my employer, so I'm set. They're typically heavily underinsured, not only from an insurance uh, death benefit amount, but also from a coverage standpoint as far as not being able to have that coverage stay in place after they retire. So if they leave that uh, position, you know, and they're no longer employed there or they end up going to be self-employed or they're going to be, you know, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people in the medical field end up going PRN and not, not have the employee benefits. So they no longer qualify for the included life insurance. So having coverage outside of your employer is good. <clears throat> the other thing we talk to folks about is those from the inflation standpoint is um, having enough coverage that you can set yourself up to be inflation proof. And so, you know, uh, from an insurance carrier standpoint, you have to have insurable interest. There has to be a reason of why you're buying that amount of coverage, but uh, an easy way to figure that out is you take your income and you multiply it times your income generating years. And that's the most amount of money that a carrier uh, typically, unless you can justify some of the reason, is gonna write insurance on you. So a lot of times when you give that number to people, you know, if you if you're younger, or you know, even if you've got 20 years left, it's a pretty big number. But <clears throat> the thing that's so important to talk about now, just like you talked about, you know, the the cost to retire is going to be so much more because the money just doesn't go as far. And so, same thing when it comes to life insurance is that if 10 years from now the inflation's changed things drastically, you know, not only are you going to be making a lot more money because uh, in order for you to <clears throat> you know offset the inflation ideally you're going to continue making more money but everything's going to cost a lot more it's going to your cost of living is going to go up and so you're you're and, and obviously it comes back to standard of living people typically have their kids in you know private school or their extracurricular activities or you know even even the stuff like select baseball or things that you know they're traveling for sports those things are very expensive they're very expensive today but as inflation continues to rise and gets out of control, all those little costs, you know, add up. And so what we're trying to talk to folks about is that it is important to buy more coverage than you think you, you're going to need for today. So whatever you think you're going to need for income replacement, um, you know, it's it probably better to go towards what the maximum the carriers are, are willing to write on you and have a little bit more or a lot more than you think you're going to need today. Yeah. And we, and we got on this topic because I was, you know, you, you know, cause you're my life insurance agent that I, I try to max out uh, every year on what I'm able to get, which is, you know, if you look at my policies, you might say, man, you're quote unquote overinsured. But my deal is I'm also like, super healthy right now that's not guaranteed right, <clears throat> right. That's not even guaranteed tomorrow you know and so i just i never want my family to be in a situation where they can't maintain their standard of living and so i buy all the amount of money that the insurance company will, will give me until my net worth can uh have enough money to where i'm sure that they're good and that it will continue to grow uh, with the cost of living and so you know insurance is a good way to do that and then and and, and you know it's gonna make life insurance the perfect product so. whenever they start tying the uh permanent life insurance policy to bitcoin man i, I know I, I keep dropping that every year. on the horizon right <laughs> I'm, I'm, man i'm like i'm like wait a minute if i can get a permanent policy <laughs> that that the best benefit is 
is is tied to Bitcoin. Sweet. And not U.S. dollars. And not U.S. dollars, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I would. I mean, I would. I would just love that. So can't wait for that to happen. Yeah, uh, it's, it's on the horizon. I'm sure. <clears throat> no, you, you're right. I mean, it's and insurability is a big factor that people often overlook because they feel like, you know, I'm healthy today. I'll be healthy forever. But the reality is, is I have people call every week that you know would kill to pay what they could have paid a couple of years ago based on their health, you know, and it's not, it's not always a factor of not qualifying for coverage. It's just that oftentimes the coverage ends up being so expensive that you have to get considerably less and you're heavily underinsured because your health is declined. So smart, smart to be prepared, smart to think, you know, ahead and, and obviously, you know, to have more coverage than you think you're going to need because the reality is, is that coverage, the amount of money you know, coming into you 10, 20 years from now is not going to be able to buy the same as it is today. Yes, sir. So if you're listening, if you own a business, have a family, you got folks depending on, on you driving income, uh, reconsider uh, your life insurance needs. Cause that's, that, that's, that's, man, that's, that's, I'm glad you come on the podcast every single week. Cause one of the things that I just feel like everybody misses is I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure I don't have any client who has enough in any clients who've had enough insurance and, and they, and some of many of them have bought from you, but they still don't have enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm having you on and I don't even make any money off insurance, but I wanted to have this as a weekly thing because it's so important. And so many people um, don't do it because they feel like they're, they're being sold. And so I'm telling y'all, I don't make any money off this and I'm having, we talk about life insurance every week because it's that, much important of a of a of a planning tool so uh let everybody know how they can reach you if they have any other questions yeah so my email is just my first name john j-o-n at axisfin.com a-x-i-s-f-i-n.com the office line is 817-618-3369 all righty well i appreciate you coming on uh enjoy the rest of your week good luck getting up in pounds <laughs> yeah. we'll sure. talk all right thanks Phil. if you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals philip offers complimentary consults through his company stonehill wealth management for more information log on to stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk that's stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.